Have you tried changing your health year on year, resolving that this year things are going to be different, but nothing seems to change? Oftentimes, when things are not changing, we're following many wellness myths and not looking at the full picture, including our nutrition, recovery, stress management, leaving out mind-body connection. I want to introduce you to Wellness Redefined, a new podcast from Refillion Media that's here to dispel all your myths about wellness and fitness while sharing stories of how we redefine what it means to be healthy. On each episode, we'll be talking to experts from all walks of life who will share their own unique wellness journey and offer their perspective. I am your host, Tamika Rochester, founder and CEO of Harlem Cycle, a premier wellness space in New York City with a focus on indoor cycling. I've been an advocate for wellness since as early as I can remember. So if this sounds like something that could help change your life, go ahead and pause the show you're listening to and subscribe to Wellness Redefined on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello. Yeah. Could you say hello hello? again? (laughs) Hello. (laughs) It's me. What's up, guys? Hi, guys. Speaking (laughs) of hello, hello. What's up, guys? We are about to start an interview. Who are we first? Oh, yeah. (laughs) You guys, we're between the reps. With Brooke and Gina. With Brooke and Gina. All right, guys, today on our show, we have a, <laughs> don't laugh at me. Okay, this sorry. is my third time doing this to not okay. fuck it up. Okay, we have Chael Patrick Sonnen, a retired mixed martial artist, and he was an analyst for ESPN. Yes. For MMA. Yeah. I got it right that time. You did. Good um, job. We do know, we know nothing. We know about nothing about MMA. MMA, UFC. This guy is. But he, he seems like a, like a badass. Total badass. I think they say that it was something about how he's the. Uh, the best fighter that's he's, never won a UFC yeah, championship. He is the best yeah, MMA fighter who has never, never won, a, won UFC. a belt. Yeah. Yeah, never. He's like fought. He's 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 a badass. He's a badass. And we don't want to tell you about him much more because guess <laughs> We're gonna what? Let him. We are also, we are doing a get to know you with <laughs> him are, today. So. I'm actually going to look up some get to know you questions. <laughs> He's going to be calling us very soon. What's happening? Oh, Oh, I'm just having a hot flash. Hold on. (laughs) Yeah, you are. I mean, is it hot in here? It it is for you. I mean, apparently it is for you, young lady. You know what it is? You just made her so nervous that instantly she's breaking out in hive. Compliment for old Chael? Now that's a way to make friends. Thank you. I'll take it. Oh, yeah. What are you drinking? That's God. kind of a cool no, can. It's called menopause. You know, you know White Claws. <laughs> <laughs> We're classy Respect. broad. Well done. We're very classy. Mm-hmm. Chael, do you All let ears. me ask you something really quick before anything before else. we start? Ba- bad guy. Bad guy Inc. President. The bad guy. <laughs> Dude, I love that name. So is that is that your repu- you. is that kind of your reputate rep- reputation? Oh, what was reputation? That? Absolutely, complete with a mugshot. Wow. Oh, we need to get to that. Gangster's gonna gangster. You know, boys will be boys. You know what? Someone has to do that job. Why not you? <laughs> Somebody's got to do it, right? It can't all be moonlight and canoes. No, it's not. <laughs> Only on Instagram, you know? So wait, I want to know. So what's the mugshot for? Oh, a plethora of things. All felonies. Oh. All guilty, by the way. Wow. <laughs> Let me be honest with you, okay? Uh, no, seriously. It was half a Robin Hood if you really want to know the truth. Oh. I have a Robin Hood. Rob, Robin Hood stole from the rich and gave to the poor. I stole from the rich and then I kept it. 
Half heroic. <laughs> well, were you and poor at the time? I'm a hero. <laughs> I'm not claiming I'm a hero. I'm just a regular guy. Okay. Who acted heroic. Okay. I have no problem with that. <laughs> I mean, I could have had a problem with it if I were on the other end of it, but I wasn't. So not. <laughs> we're a not rich, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> Way it goes sometimes, right? <laughs> so. A lot of rules, a lot of laws out there. Nobody can keep track of all of them. Come on. Was I <laughs> and they're, change, they're changing constantly. They change all the time. Nobody knows. Nobody knows what the rules are. Well, and there's some old ones that they've never gotten rid of. Like, you know, you can't spit on the street in Tennessee or some bullshit. <laughs> you can't hawk your horn in New York City because it could scare the horses. <laughs> oh I mean, God. I actually don't know if what I said was true, but I'm assuming that what you said, <laughs> you said was actually true. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just snorting. Okay, uh, we 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 googled you, and twice? yeah. To, first of all, you're an incredible athlete. You're a badass. Seriously, Lady. <laughs> just so 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 much athleticism that I mean, okay, we don't know anything about MMA. UFC. Yeah, we're not. The most that I know is I've got some friends that are in that industry and I've spent some time at Uriah Faber's gym. And so I've kind of like been around people that are training for that all the time. Um, so I do have mad respect for what I found out about you. That's incredible. Well, thank you. Yeah. Super That's cool. Tremendous compliment. Thank and, you for that. and more than that, uh, we really do believe, I mean, I've, you know, done my sport and I love fitness and I, I love excelling in that, you know, in my sport and my, that career but I've always been someone who, without even realizing it, has been doing like the business thing. So also, aside from whatever laws may or may not <laughs> may have been broken, that's pretty remarkable too. And it's, I think it's, it's very cool. I'd love to hear about the business side of kind of like how you move from like being full-time just training that crazy regimen into having, having things like to do when that was over. Were well, you- thank you for that. And one thing about me that perhaps Google didn't tell you is I'm also a sucker for a compliment. So <laughs> thank you for everything you just said. I have to tell you, you know what? If you wanted to give me torture, the worst thing in the world you could give me is a day off. I hate them. Like, if you were to send me on vacation, oh, I'd beg you. i beg you to not have to go. And I just like to stay busy. So, um, you know, trying to find how you're going to be involved in something, it's tough, particularly when you come from a sports background. You know, that's kind of a seductive lifestyle. You get up and you work out. You take a rest. You go do it again. Pretty soon you go to bed at night. And you get up and repeat. And I kind of got in that habit a little bit. But as I started to get older, I didn't want to do that. I, did, I didn't want to have to, uh, you know, the lifestyle that I loved, as you get a little bit older, it gets a little bit harder to do. And it also becomes monotonous. So I just, I was trying to find things to do more than anything. And I was also very curious. And I had very good mentors. I had very good people that I could call, get good advice. And then try to copy, try to emulate. And I think maybe that's kind of how I ended up a, a little bit more uh, being able to participate yeah, I mean, after the fact. Because there's so many stories about, you know, professional athletes that when the career was over, it was like, it's kind of like some depressing stories. Of it. They just either a couple of things they don't know, you know, to, okay, I can talk about my sport. It's so, you're so focused and you have to be so selfish about your routine, about your schedule and that's like all you know how to do and that's all you're doing. And then all of a sudden you have to interact with other humans that don't really care about, you know, your training or your competition. And that can be really uncomfortable for people. And it can, 
honestly have some depressing stories when people aren't competing anymore or aren't, you know, a professional athlete actively in that industry anymore, trying to build a career beyond their athletic career. It's, you, you, I've, I've seen, I've know people personally from like hockey, from other sports that it's like you, you try and you fail and you try and you fail. And so congratulations on, you know, trying new things and staying busy and being able to transition from that sort of, a, you know, regimen, which again, I don't know anything about, <laughs> um, but I know you were a wrestler, NCAA wrestler, went to the Olympic trials. That's awesome. What was that like? Yeah, thank you for that. And uh, and you're right. You know, that transition from being an athlete, one thing about athletes that we don't do as fast as everybody else is grow up. You don't have to. I mean, sports, after all, are a game. And games are for children in, in large part. If you're one of that uh, those people that can go and do that later in life, uh, you're very fortunate. But you are right. When that door closes, and at least in the sport that I came from, you're never done with the sport, but you will wake up one day and the sport is done with you. And yes. that is just a reality. And a lot of athletes have nothing to look forward to but drugs and alcohol in, in later life. And it kind of does take a discipline to go, okay, that identity that I had is gone. But it's my job to now form a new one. And that can be a tough change. That might sound easy the way I just said it, but it, as you know, that can be a, a tough change. And whether you can do that in a week or it takes you a month or even a year, uh, it's important that you do do that. And the Olympic trials were great, by the way. There was nothing but heartbreak and uh, and letdown for the balance of my career. Now, as soon as it ended, I had really great memories, met great people and great experiences, and even got to travel and see some you know parts of the world that I would have seen if it wasn't for sport. But the Olympic trials specifically, the way it works in wrestling is only the number one guy goes. So every four years, we have six weight classes. Every four years, six people get to go. It's like the ultimate of sport for no opportunity. And I ended up the alternate. So I lost one match. I didn't get to go. And so you just get on a plane and fly home and you can either wait another four years and try again or, or move on. I fortunately MMA was there. So I transitioned to that and kind of walked away from wrestling. But uh, I remember those trials like they were yesterday. And that was 2000, the year 2000, Sydney game. Wow. Yeah. It's when did, when did you retire? I retired six months ago. I quit the sport five years ago, but I retired six months ago. Oh, okay. Okay. That's how I had to explain it to my mom. I said, you know, you're getting beat a lot lately. I said, well, mom, I'm, I'm not really trying anymore. <laughs> cash, cash. I mean, this is part of the sport. At some point, it's a cash grab. Pin me, pay me. Mom's I like. Paid. But six months ago, I said, you know what, Scott Coker? It's enough. I'm good. I'm good. What all do you have going on? So you have, you're, you have a podcast. I yes? got a podcast. Yeah, the bad guy I'm Inc. And what else, what else are you doing? Any, any businesses? You have your YouTube. Any, any uh, new pizza shops? Yeah, so I started a, uh, a television show that got picked up by UFC Fight Pass. and It's a live sporting event, grappling only. Not grappling just in wrestling like we were talking about, amateur wrestling, but also submission holds, jujitsu, catch wrestling, judo, things like this. And these guys go on and compete. No strikes at all, just grappling. And it's turned out to, it's turned out to catch on. People love it, and it's, it's shown internationally. Uh, through a digital platform, and we actually have a show on Sunday. We have uh, a championship going down between Craig Jones and, and Wagner Rocha, but uh, that's been keeping me busy. Well, that's pretty exciting. You how want to grapple? How would people here I am to talk to you. Hey, what's with all the questions? You know, what do you guys? The FBI? It's my turn. <laughs> that's true. Honestly, okay. Here's, I'll tell you this. First of all, I I was texting my assistant, and I was like, "Listen, you got to figure a couple things out for me. Um, one, we don't know this person." 
And I just want to make sure that he knows that our format is that we don't have a we don't format. have a format. We are pretty <laughs> shameless, and we talk about anything. Uh, we love to normalize things that are deemed not normal. So yeah, we do have we had questions for you, and we would love to get to know you. And our our listeners would obviously love to get to know you. And you can ask us whatever the whatever hell you, you want. want. You know what, ladies? I love that. And I operate the same as you. I used to come in and prepare for a show. And then you have a guest who you don't know, but people tell you he's interesting. And so you go, okay, I'll do it. And then you're left with Google or even a Wikipedia page. Oh, I could tell you a story where Wikipedia screwed me, by the way. Oh, I. Oh, please tell. In front of a guest. Hold that thought real fast. But okay. I'm with you. That's not fun. Let's just have a conversation. Turn the thing on. Let's just see where it goes. That's when you can have some fun. And I, I've had some of the worst guests that tell me yes, and they come in and they act like they're there under subpoena. I ask them a question, <laughs> and they'll give me either a yes or a no, and then I move on to the and next And you're like, question. give, yes or no. give like, me something you know, else. You don't do I plead the show, fifth. Tell me, that, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, tell me that when I reach out to you and ask you to do a show. Tell me that I'm, I'm an introvert. Okay, great. This isn't for you. I'll right. move on. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> <laughs> Just go down the list. Hey, can I tell you my story real fast? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Okay, so I'm a huge fan of the office and of me the too office, gina too Street. me too yeah i love i love michael steve carell's character yeah steve carell who by the way cannot pick a good script outside of the office i mean <laughs> what a knucklehead on the script he picked but did a great job on that and if i loved dwight Schrute, and so i meet a guy just in passing who happens to be dwight Schrute's manager no i thought the guy was lying i never believed him for a second i said well, i got a podcast i'd like to have him on name's rain wilson and the manager goes, yeah, I'll set it up. How, uh, how about Monday? Monday. I, I don't even know this guy. I'm never going to hear from him again. Rain Wilson calls into the show. So I had done my research just on the off chance this guy I met was telling the truth. And Wikipedia burned me. So I got this guy who I genuinely admire his work. I ask him all these questions that I got from Wikipedia. None of them are right. He corrects me on all of them. He's totally irritated with me. Oh, and no. then, you know, as you know, if you have a guest on, particularly him who's got a couple million followers, if he will do something called a retweet, it could really help a guy like me. Right. No retweet. <gasps> never talked to me again. Said it was the worst interview we ever did. You know what? It was the worst interview. <laughs> Wikipedia screwed me. <laughs> oh, no. Like, hey, Ray, you think I, you think I don't know what a bad job I did? I know I did a bad job, but the internet told me these questions were true. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, so we, won't, we won't ask you anything that we read on Wikipedia then. We, we don't want my the same thing to happen. I don't Google well, by the way. When she was my girlfriend, she quit talking to me for like three weeks. <laughs> if I had to go over to the door and knock on the house because she wouldn't, she wouldn't answer my, my phone, I said, what's the deal? She said, you don't Google well. So what does that mean? She goes, I read some things on Google. Like, well, it's not all true. Goes, which ones? I don't really want to tell you because some of them are true, but they're not all true. <laughs> let me, let me, yeah, let me, let me straighten it out. I've like, I've had friends where I'm like, or people that have said they wanted to Google me. And I'm like, please don't Google me. I'm like, probably a lot of great stuff, but also could be, you know, Bad stuff. not great stuff. Bad stuff. And I can't sure, control a that. A lot of it's true, but not all of it. But and not all of it. Get the plot hole. <laughs> plot hole. <laughs> true. Um, uh, where do you live? Sorry, I was looking up some. Sorry, Gerard, 
Did our program interrupt your phone call? No, no, no. I was looking. Normal. No, I was looking something up because I was really embarrassed. Oh, I was going to tell. I was going to tell you. A, I was going to tell you a story. So, and I was trying to look up his name because I, you know, I'm sitting here saying that I love The Office, but now I'm realizing that I don't know what his actual name is. <laughs> <laughs> so I was shamelessly like? going to look it up. I know that show. No, no, no. So, uh, the guy that's the writer that's also works in The Office. Are you thinking of Jim? No, not Jim. BJ Novak. Yes, BJ Novak. Yes. So I'm in LA. Uh, we went to like a food festival and BJ Novak is walking by and oh, I good. never, I, I'm never like the starstruck person like, Oh, can I get a picture? But my daughter has been a huge fan since she was really like, you know, like in high school or something. She's 30 now. And so I saw him and he's with this girl and I'm, I'm in line for, you know, at this food truck and I go, Oh, um, Hey, can I get a picture? And he just looks at me and he goes, uh, no, I don't do that. <laughs> so I made a com- complete ass out of myself and I, I wasn't trying to like post it or anything. I just was trying to send it to my daughter. Like, Oh my God, look. And then the worst part is that then later somebody else says something to him and he takes a picture with them. Where is she younger and hotter? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And I was like that motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Well, that is a dick move. I mean, in all fairness, that is a dick move. And I'm the opposite of you. If I meet somebody in real life that I've seen on TV or seen in the movies, that's a cool thing for me. I'm from a small town. Yeah. I would find, if I met Will Smith today, I would find a way to have mentioned that to you guys already. Like, <laughs> oh, you know, Will Smith was there. Right. Like, I, mean, I, some bread. Like, right. I would just find a way to do that. But that's a very rude thing. I mean, I don't really like that. I have, I have an experience. I can see yours and, and, and possibly raise you one. The great Larry David, right? Oh, my God. Her I love him. The writer of Seinfeld. Yes. Okay. So I was in a bar in uh, Beverly Hills. I, I used to work at Fox, and so I would have to fly out there for the weekend. And somebody had explained to me whether this is true or not. Somebody had told me very early on, hey, you're going to see a bunch of celebrities. Don't bother them. Like, this is their hometown. This is their hometown restaurant. Nobody here bothers They act like they're not. Okay. So I follow the code. Larry David comes in. He's all by himself. He sits at the bar. He's got some peanuts. He's got something to drink. He's watching the game all by himself. I'm with another guy. It's like, man, I can't take it. I have to go say hi to that guy. And I tell him the code that somebody else had told me. Hey, you're not supposed to do that. You know, this is his hometown bar. Nobody's bugging him. He must, I think he walked here. He must live right around here. So I, I can't. I have to go say hi to him. So he goes up and says, hey, can I get a picture? And Larry looks up and says, eh, I don't think so. He wasn't rude to the guy. Like, by example, right. he asked the guy if he wanted to sit down. He asked. He offered the guy some peanuts. He talked to him for about 15 minutes, but would not give him the picture. Right. I don't know what the psychology is behind it, but I have to say, Larry David was very nice to this guy, even in no. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing. And I, I think I even told him, I said, I said, hey, can I get a picture with you? My daughter's a huge fan. I just want to send it to her. And he was like, ah, I don't do that. <laughs> so, yeah. Well, I love Larry well, David. I had a run-in with uh, LeBron James, the basketball player, yeah. and he was coming to UFC events, and he would not take pictures with anybody unless you were female. Any girl could get a picture, <laughs> no to every single guy, which I thought was a little weird. Yeah. So that's a little, it's a little creepy. Weird. To do that in public, you know, in an arena with 15,000 people where everybody can see, Yeah. it is a little weird. It's creepy. Yeah, possibly. A little creepy. creepy, yeah. Yeah. yeah I take pictures with lots of people. <laughs> I take pictures of people that I don't really want to. You know why I do it? I do it for them. Sure. <laughs> Seriously. Like, okay, one of like the worst, worst moments I can have is 
coaching or doing an event where we're all working, everyone's working out and you've got people, we've been sweating and it's hot and, and well, you, that's the thing, and you they, look like shit and they stink. I mean, yeah. it's like less about, I mean, <laughs> every time I take a bad photo, you know what I tell myself? Well, that's what I look like. That so what it is. change it. Yeah. <laughs> but they'll like, they, know, do, appreci- they do this I, thing. I appreciate you saying that line because so many times you'll take a picture and someone will go, okay, let me look at it. Oh, that's a bad photo. Let's do it. It's like, look, I don't want to be a dick about this, but that's what we look like. That's <laughs> the, <laughs> in real time. Oh, I don't have guns. Are very no, I'm not that. I don't have guns. I just, I'm just leaned forward. So that <laughs> it's too. like just pushing. You do too. I'm seeing the definition there. Oh, thank you. Thank um, you. What we, is the secret though? Like low carbs or lots of curls or what, what, what is it? Well, what's, your, what's how, your secret? What's my secret? Um, you used to tell me that you had a vodka tonic body. <laughs> <laughs> I did used to say. You did. A vodka soda body. Yeah, vodka, oh, you uh, vodka soda body. Yeah, vodka body. soda body. On the beach in Ibiza. Yeah. You're like, you're like my vodka soda body. <laughs> this is my vodka soda yes. body. I do. No. Uh, well, she does CrossFit. I do CrossFit. I trained, you know, seven days a week for years. And, you know, genetically too, my mom's super built, my dad, a lot of muscles, but worked out really, really hard for a long time. And now I still work out hard, but. Just a little less hard. Just just a little less. Less hard. Yeah. And then do you you add a diet element? I mean, is that low carb thing people are talking about? Is that a real thing? Okay. So, you know what I would say is this. Uh, A good, like, rule of thumb for people that are trying to, you know, fix their diet or lose weight or whatever. Uh, More times than not, someone who is not a high-performance athlete should be able to maintain or have a leaner body doing lower carb and kind of fueling with more fat. Um, but for me, and like even now still, but like being a high performance athlete, high carb, low fat, and like the perfect amount of protein is kind of what I've done for a long time. So she really, they just count. Yeah. She I, counts her macros, which is- I used to. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I used yeah. to. All right. Now, yeah. see, I'm glad I asked. You. So there is some secrets. And then what about the carbs? I mean, like, are you the sweet potato over the regular potato gal? Do you stay Not away from bread and get it, you know, more from nuts and fruit, like a paleo base? You know, um, for me, I, I did for a long time. I would choose sweet potato over regular potato. And I finally got to a point where it didn't really matter to me anymore. Um, you know, sweet potato, low glycemic, things like that. But... I was training so much that my carbs, I, I got it from vegetables. I ate a lot of rice. I, back then I was eating just regular bread. Um, now I actually stay away from gluten a little, like more times than not. I sometimes will say, I'll just have it anyways. Like if my mom like homemade something, but that's just because like my stomach gets super upset. But for the most part, bread, I do sandwiches, rice cakes. I don't, um, I don't think it's really about like a certain food that you don't eat. I think that you just look at how many carbs is in something and how many, Oh yeah. Know, yeah. 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 I mean, but, so but it's more still, just about the counting. It's not necessarily saying like, I don't, I won't eat that. Yeah. It, you know, you know what it is too though. It's like, I'm always like a qu- uh, quantity person. So I like stuff that's going to fill me up 
and a lot of a lot of the food that's not great for you you can make it fit like let's say um a snickers okay and whatever calories are in that you can make that fit into your diet if you are someone who is counting and being very precise but obviously the quality of that food is not great for you it's uh you know very long shelf life so you're not picking good food that's going to be healthy for you but if you're just if you don't care and you just are focused on the numbers and you count and you stay within the numbers you're supposed to have i mean it'll it'll work but your health will still you know it will go down if you yeah. if you're fueling with snicker bars yeah. and ice cream and things like that um like i drink all my carbs so my health is down i respect that <laughs> thank you speaking of arms ladies would you like to ask me what my secret is I yeah was, i was just gonna ask you this isn't going here. anywhere. Like, I don't really want that out, you know, for <laughs> Yeah, this isn't reasons. this like, isn't going anywhere. Like if you don't have time to work out, it'll save it's you just instant. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to try that. If you do and you overdo it, you know that that growth hormone, you know, help help build that stuff back up, right? <laughs> sure. I think I got told Absolutely. that one time. I had a cervical hey, by the way, Yeah, go ahead. A really random question, but you have a picture on the wall. There's a glare on it from the light, so I can't see. It looks like Butterbean, and I know you don't have a picture of Butterbean. I'm going to show you it. I'll, I'll get it off the wall. What is that picture of? She's going to get it. Totally off. It's actually... <laughs> it's actually... A, it's a cartoon picture uh, that somebody painted her of herself lifting. Okay, now see, now see, I called it, but okay, that is not at all what I saw. That is a beautiful portrait. I apologize for everything. I saw some of the colors. I saw above. I'm way off. That was the glare. I take that back. Can she hear me? Does she know I'm giving an apology? Okay, see, I really she can't hear you. No, she doesn't care. She doesn't care. He's he's no, apolo- he's apologizing profusely. Butter, yeah, she's gonna care about that. No, she doesn't. She's the well, best. Apology. Wonderful portrait. The glare is what made me think that. Are you mad at me now? No. Okay. No. In fact, I um, just told you. He's like, no. I, I just called her Butterbean. I'm like, no. She has like the best sense of humor ever. And she honestly, probably thinks it's funny. Honestly, Butterbeans sound like they probably would be pretty good. I do love Butterbeans. Are those like lima beans? I don't know. I've always wondered that. I actually had Butterbean on my show just <laughs> asking that question. And he answered the question, but I still was, I was still unclear on it because he, then he went right back and called it uh, Butterbeans. I think it is a lima bean. <laughs> I think, yeah, I think they just call it like something in different places. Yeah. yeah. I think he was eating Big Macs and just claiming they were Butterbean. He said he got the name because he had to diet for a fight. He had to lose a crazy amount of weight in a short period. You know, he had to lose like 40 pounds in 20 days or something. So all he ate was Butterbean. <laughs> And so somebody was like, your name's Butterbean. What's, like, what's really okay. funny is that you were saying Butterbean this whole time, and I had no idea who that was. So I really thought you meant that she looked like a lima bean. <laughs> but, I Butterbean was I didn't, the king of the four rounds. He was a boxer, but he went about 430 pounds. So you could see oh. where I would then have to apologize to <laughs> a fitness athlete. Yeah, so see, you, that, really, that really was a terrible insult, but neither one of her. us knew. Neither one of us knew how big an insult it was. I'm like, honestly, it sounds like it's really good. <laughs> which means it was a, which means it was a great insult. And I apologize. Which means that you just, 
<laughs> I was snorting. Great oh, insult. That's so funny. You know, the insult that like fucks with them a little bit. Like, I don't really know <laughs> yeah. what he's talking about. I mean, I don't know. Look like butterbean. <laughs> that's funny. No, I did a, I did a, a, this like fit expo. I rarely go and do those. Um, I'll do a few sometimes. And this one was like a newer one and they were really wonderful with the way they like kind of approached me and wanted me to come out. It was in Arizona. And so I went and they have this, an artist that I guess I had no idea when I got there, when I was leaving, they had this gift for me and she had painted uh, me and like three other people that showed up for the event. And it was a really cool painting. Butterbean. It is. <laughs> We're going to call it. Put it it's on the yeah, ground. That is, that's very thoughtful. We're calling it Butterbean from now on. <laughs> so by the way, where are you ladies? It looks like home. Are, are you guys roommates? Do you get together? Or are you? No, we're I just completely ignoring social distancing. We're in no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, we're just going to ask you where you live. So we are we're in, in Santa Cruz. We're in Santa Cruz, California. California. Okay. Okay. Beautiful this time of year, right? Nice and sunny. Well, today no, but this it, weekend's it supposed to be pretty like, really hot dark. all this week. Yeah, yeah. Where are I'm you? Right. Where are you at? I'm in I'm in Oregon, and oh. Oregon we get of 365 days a year we get rain 250. However, summertime in Oregon I would put head to head with anywhere in the world. I'd put it head to head with Maui, with San Diego, anywhere you want to do it. We it's light out till 10 p.m. before you you know if you're driving you don't even need to turn your headlights on. We have no humidity in about 90, 91 degrees. We get that for 10 weeks, and then we got to go back to the rain, but it's beautiful. It's no, it beautiful is. in the summer. We need to go back there. I've gone to um, Portland. We, yeah, we, we went to Portland, but I've been to Bend in the summer, and it's gorgeous. People love Bend. Gorgeous. Yeah, they love, were, were you skiing, by the way, or hiking? No, no, no. We were there in the summer. Okay. So we were just we were there for a wedding. Known for that. People are moving to Bend in droves just for the outdoor life. Yeah. They say they can hunt, they can fish, they can walk around. I don't know anything about that. I don't want to ex- – I'm an avid indoorsman, but for people that like the outdoors, apparently that's a cool place to go. Yeah. <clears throat> I'm not much of an outdoorsman. No. Gina <laughs> <laughs> likes – Did you guys watch The Tiger King? Yes. yes. Did you like it? Yes. I loved it. You didn't really I like I it. Got one yes and a no, I don't think baby? you loved it as much as I did. I loved it. I felt I like it didn't was even finish it. Oh, I felt like it was watching a train wreck. No, it was. It definitely was. You know what? My biggest problem with that being as big as it is, my biggest problem with that is because so many people are so dumb. Like that right there. How? Because obviously all the animals and what he was doing is so inhumane and like- No, it's awful. Terrible, right? But how many people do you know, not that you personally know, but you could think about, are probably now going to try and go there to like go and see it and like keep (laughs) the business running? I know. Well, I didn't even think about that. Yeah, it was definitely marketing. It was a fun accident. It was a marketing piece for sure. So I didn't didn't hate it. I got to tell you this and judge me how you will. If I'm on that jury, I don't think I'd put him away. I didn't feel like they proved their case without a reasonable doubt. I think there is doubt. I'm not, I don't think I lock him up. I didn't, I, I didn't finish so, it. So. so this is the thing. I think that they should have locked all of them up. <laughs> Honestly. That might be a more reasonable yeah. uh, solution to this problem. But I'm not sure. They, I'm not. I'm not sure they proved their case. Yeah. I really mean that. I mean, like At the. Least TV show. The dude Jeff that was wearing like the the jeans with the bedazzled and the affliction shirts and shit. Oh like, yeah, that guy for sure should have gone away. Like there, I think that there was like a larger group of people that should have, but I think they were all they're all pretty shitty. 
if that makes sense. Well, yeah, they're pretty shitty. They're sure. pretty shitty. I was dying. So I, I was asking somebody about this the other day. I was like, well, did you see the part? So there's a very small part in it where he's like in his bedroom and his, his house is, is, it's so bad, right? He's like in his bedroom and there's like these, like a lock. Did you see that part? There's a, like a lock hanging on the wall. And he was talking about how he hangs that off of his Prince Albert, which is a dick piercing. Mm -hmm. And I was like, what the fuck? How, how stretched out is this dude's dick? You know what I mean? I mean, that's one way to because the make Prince it Albert longer. is that is that on the bottom of the dick or is it on the head? I mean, like, I, I mean, know, I mean it's both the head. You know what? I've seen one. I actually know the answer to this question. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Is it on the? It's got to be the bottom. It's the bottom, right? Nineteen ninety-six. I know a guy that got one, and then without being prompted, insisted on taking it out and showing us his new artwork, and it's on the top. Oh, oh, it's on the t- oh, so. From it, I don't know anything about this, but it is on the top that I could tell you. Because, dude, there used to be uh, my sister dated a piercer in high school, and there they used to. I can't remember what it's called, but there's one where they go through the shaft. Ouch. Yeah, and she's and the so they they'll pierce through the shaft so that you have like a barbell on the on like the this the middle part of your ribbed for her pleasure, (laughs) yeah, or his, I suppose. I was like, that just seems very dangerous. Well, yeah. by the way, you want to know another question I had watching that was, you know, you're looking at exotic animals, taking care of them, having a full staff, and then all of the property they were on. Is I was more interested in the finances. Like, these people don't strike me as somebody that used to be Wall Street hedge fund guys. Like, who's backing this? How, how do you get this project up and running? <laughs> and it could be a simple answer, but I was looking at going, I, I don't know. Even the people they're bringing in, they're putting on the daily show. I mean, that's a $5, $6 ticket. You know, those aren't $50 tickets to get in the door. So that part of it, I wish that they would have talked a little more about. Yeah. Well, I thought I thought the tickets to get in were pretty expensive. What were they? They could have been. Maybe that's the I answer. think that Maybe they I were. I that wrong. I mean, yeah. I'm doing a lot of stereotyping in that, in all fairness. I'm yeah. trying to are that part of the world, and you're, you're using some stigmas, and I just figured it was a cheaper ticket. No, I think, I think we're doing kids in free and things no. like that, and hoping a guy buys a t-shirt <laughs> on the way out. It seems to me that it was kind of like a, a carnival barker, but he's only got 18 people to bark at five days a week. This is a big operation. How are you doing it? Yeah. Or, or crazy, the fact that like he's not really paying any of those carnies, and... Sure. They're still there. Well, I think it was really expensive to, to feed the animals, though. So I think a no, lot yeah, of money was, was going to that. Be. Well, and I think a lot went into his run for uh, governor. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Which he probably almost dog, won. And it's not cheap to feed this little guy. So, I mean, you right. can only imagine having a whole property full of wild cats. Come on. <laughs> I would have really been fascinated to hear how they keep the doors open. Yeah. I know. I mean, it didn't look like it was like a really uh, high-end establishment. No. You know, it wasn't like the... Yeah, I would agree with that. Yeah, sure. I mean, it was like kind of kind of shitty. But I, I think, I want to say that when they were interviewing people that were like in line, I think they were paying like a, a, couple, a few hundred dollars to go see oh, the... Oh, wow. Yeah. I think mean, I could be wrong. I'm wrong a lot. <laughs> but I remember thinking like, wow, because I mean, I think that they just really want to see big animals. Sure. I mean, I, I would. Door. I don't think I'd pay that much money. No. 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 Well, not to mention they're rather scary, I mean, in all fairness. you know, I mean, I see people, they do this every year. Somebody decides to put his head inside of a lion's mouth, <laughs> and then it gets bit, and he can't figure out why. And it's, <laughs> right. 
you know, it's like, who's running these things? Don't, don't, don't let your customer come and put his hand in an alligator's <laughs> mouth because you're promising him you're holding it open. There's just some weird things that happen that happen every year, but I guess somebody doesn't have social media to see that it happens. I mean, some of it gets a little bit wild in, in, in my estimation. Yeah, I agree. Just like desperate for a dollar i guess for sure <laughs> for yeah sure. exactly what would you, you do for a, what would you what would you do for a view yeah we wanted that to catch on for a while yeah. me and gina wanted to start a you know a segment on my youtube channel we would just call it what would you do for a view which sounds like it would turn into a it could end up being pretty bad episode of jackass or something yeah exactly yeah, yeah. No, it might be an easier question to ask some of those attention whores. What would you not do for a view? I mean, you might <laughs> have a true. quicker answer to that. That's true. Because some of those pages, it's, it's anything. I'm seeing these people that are doing, they're more Instagram folks, but they're doing some kind of absolute death-defying tricks. And every now and then they're dying, like hanging off a balcony or trying to plank off a balcony 50 stories up, and then the balcony breaks. They never thought of right. constructing it. All to film it for Instagram or get these pictures. Go, guys, you got there's something. Something Somebody wrong. needs to talk to you. Like, obviously, mom and dad failed somewhere, but attention is not worth your life. Get a little more creative. There's people that die taking selfies of themselves, like on cliffs. Just right. a selfie. That's not even death-defying. I'm just Walking trying to get this really cool picture and freaking fall off the back, you know. That would fall down to you. <laughs> it would happen to me. This right. is why I don't take selfies. Why you don't? Hang off a balcony. Be a couple of hotties on a couch with a butterbean picture behind you. I mean, come on, it works. Let the world know. Let's you put work. your head inside a lion's mouth and become famous. Come on. Honestly, I wouldn't do that. I like. I see stuff on social media, which I fucking hate social media. But I see stuff and I'm like, oh yeah, okay. And then I think to myself, like, well, okay, I, what is my ideas? Like, what could I do? What, where, where, what could I? What could I do for you know? content and then i try and think about it and then i think nah <laughs> because it, that wouldn't be real exactly yeah okay, you know i have to come back <laughs> nah. i have to come back nah. to bj novak real fast though yeah so that was a celebrity sighting that went a little bit south but certainly give me one that went positive give me a celebrity we go wow i didn't know that'd be such a nice guy but it turned out he really was i i, I can tell you right off the top of my head who jason momoa Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Jason Momoa. Nicest. Henry Cavill. Um, I, I haven't met as many as she has, but nicest, most genuine guy I, I've ever met. And I haven't met a ton of celebrities, so I can't, like, really compare it. But for who he is, he's, he's the nicest guy. He is the exact, he's the exact same person in real life as you do see in, like, anything else. Wonderful guy. Huge you know, human. Those great ones from my own experience, but are the celebrities that we all think are cool, but nobody's told them. They mm -hmm. don't know their cele they don't know people think they're cool. And then and that's where the term for me, at least the regular guy comes in, where he's the, just the regular guy. There's no bravado. A couple of them that I met, this name might surprise you to name drive, but I had that experience with Sylvester Stallone, who I would have to put oh, I love him. Yeah. Rocky. I'd have to put him as one of the most famous people I've ever met. He could not have been a more regular guy. It was like nobody ever told him that he's Rambo and he could, could not have. And it wasn't just my experience. I observed him with other people just from a distance. Going, yeah. hey, he's just a cool guy. I love that. First blood. I, I, I I've watched that movie alone. a million times. Love that movie. I agree. Yeah. And I'll watch, I'll watch it a few more. Schwarzenegger has one like that called commando. Oh yeah. Where like every three or four years, I'll go back and watch it even though I've seen it, but there's just something nostalgic about it yeah. for me. Oh, that's cool. I love hearing that about him because I do. I mean, he, he's, He's an awesome guy. So knowing that he's down to earth is Arnold makes no Sylvester. Oh, 
I'm like, Ari? Daniel, lo- our friend Daniel is obsessed with Sylvester Stallone. <laughs> obsessed. I'd love to hear that. Who else? Who else? Who else? Um, did- uh, okay. No, I'm asking Chael. Oh. I'll, I'll I- throw one at you, and I think this will surprise you too. And uh, what was um, Robert De Niro? Oh. And as far as the world of fame, that's probably got to be the Huge. most famous person I've ever met. But it was the same way. He stood there. He would talk to you as long as you wanted to talk. Whereas, like at some point, you know, Mister Denaire, I know, I know you have better things to do than this. But he would not be the one to break the conversation. He would stand there. He would ask questions, whether it was an act or not. He pulled it off. Denaire. Oh, Denaire that's and cool. For me, were the the top top of the food chain as, as far as just being nice guys that didn't have to be. That's awesome. That is awesome. I haven't met anybody of that caliber. <laughs> Maybe one day. We've met a lot of. We've been around a lot of people in LA that are not famous at all that act like they're the most famous person in the room. <laughs> that is true. That's all over LA. Oh right? my God. We went to dinner one night. It's hard. Made a reservation. Oh my God. You tell it. No, you tell it. Okay. I mean, it's not that big a story, but it was just so. It was, we went to this restaurant. I don't remember what it was called. called? I can't called? remember. It was like rooftop something. It was a, it was a rooftop. It was like in uh, West Hollywood. Right? Yeah. Yeah, somewhere. Yeah. And I can't remember what it's called. It has either. like indoor outdoor seating. Anyways, we get there, we have a reservation. And as we're like standing in line, you've got all of the Instagram insta famous models taking photos of themselves and then like just cutting us, cutting us in line. <laughs> and we're just like trying to get there to be like, "Hey, we're here for our reservation." Yeah, we're just trying to tell them that we have a reservation. And they just keep getting in front of us and literally every it's shoulder to shoulder. <laughs> In that area, in the entryway, and then in the bar, because there's so many people. And that's what we'd been told. Like, make a reservation. It gets really busy. We did that. It didn't make a fucking difference. (laughs) And every single person, shoulder to shoulder, people across the room that see you, we could tell that we were the bottom of the food chain. We were the least (laughs) important people there. Hands down, everyone there made you feel like they were, you were the least important person in the room. And Brooke just looks at me. She goes, oh, uh. Is everybody the most important person in the room right now? Every single person but us. <laughs> and it was, just, yeah, it was, it's, I don't. And it's just, it's LA. I love visiting LA, but I would never, never want to live there. It would just be so exhausting. Never. I, I, I agree with you. The few times I have visited, the weather was nice. I'll take my wife. She loves the shopping, good food. But boy, to socialize and get into some of those circles that are just about social climbing, nothing's real. Everybody's a star. Everybody's the next director. That, oh my goodness. Stop, please. Yeah. Please stop. Let's just be regular people. Right. Please. Yes. We're in a society here, for goodness sake. Yeah. They just, you know, it's a lot of people that they just, they only want to give you any amount of their fake time if you have something that they want. They want. Yeah. And then the second they have it, they're done with you. So yeah. I met a lot of people like that when I was doing Wonder Woman. I was at Amazon and Wonder Woman. That was my first time first experience with film and like the entertainment world. And then also being around lots of people who are the most important person in the room. (laughs) And I'm just out there like, I know I'm not that important, but (laughs) it's just called human decency. Yeah. You know, (laughs) you can just, it's called kindness. Yeah. Be kind. And if you want to be an asshole, be an asshole to my face.
Thank you guys so much for listening to the podcast. We really appreciate you and want to stay connected with you. So please rate, review, and subscribe to help this podcast grow. And if you like the podcast, get the word out. And now back to the show. I was at a steak place in Beverly Hills. Uh, I'm trying to think of what it's called. Maestro? Is there a place called oh, my, Maestro? Yeah, Maestro or Maestro. Oh, yeah, okay. something like that. Something like Very good, though, I must say. But uh, very good, very popular place. Uh, hard uh, reservations type situation. You're not going to get in. But I, I ran into a guy who turns out to be Woody Harrelson, who played the dumb guy on Cheers. Woody Harrelson, ring a bell? Yeah. He was in Hunger Games. Okay. Oh, no. Turns out yes. he has a brother. So this is Woody Harrelson's brother. Now, the brother's like two or three years older. So I end up visiting with the brother, and the, the brother ends up telling me, and he's showing me all these pictures uh, right on his cell phone of he and Woody and how much Woody looks like him and how Woody looks up to him and what a good job Woody's done while trying to be him. He looks up to me. But man, I don't want to be a dick about this, but Woody's a big star from Cheers. I didn't know you existed. I think you might have this one backwards. And a little bit of and, But I felt it incumbent upon myself after 15 minutes in the lobby with this guy, total stranger, to let him know, because it seemed like nobody else in his life had let him know. Yeah. So I did. I let him know. He Bad guy management. I got kicked out while he went upstairs and had a porterhouse. <laughs> oh, no. That's my Mastro's experience. He ended up in a food truck, had a burrito, and it was delicious. I Hell bet yeah. it was. So Hell he yeah. loses, I win. And you know what? He may not have realized it in that moment, but you changed his life. That's right. You Plus, gave him gave him some. Him. I mean, we could add that. <laughs> you could have killed him. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Bad guy, Inc. Someone's got to do it. You know? The job has to be done. Uh, you did him a big favor. I feel like I did. You did. I felt like I did him a favor, which he's never thanked me for. Oh, I've never rude. seen like a shout out. You know, I met this guy in the lobby <laughs> and I was being obnoxious and he put my pants on for me. Like, no, he had be thrown out. He was like friends with the manager. Probably his brother was friends with the manager. That's definitely way, what it was. Oh, my God. I told my story walking. Oh. That's yeah. Horrible. You know, when you meet someone who they constantly, it's very clear that the whole time they're just trying to sell sell you on them. You know, it's Or like, somebody like that's just riding on somebody else's coattails. Oh, yeah. That. Like they're just trying to show how cool they are by who they know. It's so stupid. Right. And it was his own brother. He was pulling out pictures like a proud parent would do with his child. He was doing this with his brother to a stranger in a lobby who just wanted something to eat. Like the whole thing. It could not have been. I know. How, how did that, how did that even come up? You just, uh, I think, so I had said something to the person I was with. I go, man, that looks a lot like Wardy Harrelson. And it did. It looked a lot oh. like what was his brother. It did look like him. Oh, okay. And uh, the guy had said something bad. And it happened to be Halloween, by the way. So I made a comment like, man, I think that guy's dressed up as Woody Harrelson. And by the way, it wasn't meant to be overheard. It most certainly wasn't an insult. And he did take it that way. He overheard. He's like, as a matter of fact, it's actually the other way around. That's my little brother. He's been trying to look like me his whole life. He starts showing me these photos. I mean, they were just like queued up on his phone. He's scrolling through both of them side by side. Christmas morning at the Harrelson house. Because this whole thing is like, man, this is weird. Yeah. This is weird. Not for nothing. I, I know the Dumbo from Cheers. In fact, I think he played Woody on Cheers. I didn't know you existed. Not for nothing. I'm pretty sure he's the star here. 100%. I mean, he's trying to reverse engineer reality that I grew up through, through NBC. For goodness sake, come on, that's a tough sell. <laughs> oh, man. It's a tough sell. Oh, that's funny. I feel, I'm pretty happy. I'm not going to lie. I have to pee really bad right now. Go. go. Okay. Go. All right. You, got, you guys chat. Me. I'm going to go pee.
Yeah, no. we can carry it on. We're going to talk about you. Get up and leave. We're going to talk about you like Either, friends would do. Yeah. You don't have to. All right. Thank goodness. <laughs> oh, thank goodness. Yeah, finally. Jesus that one. Wow, now we can have a show. So how Talking you, about someone everything? riding on your coattails. <laughs> good thing. <laughs> Just kidding. She good. she always tells she always tells me that she rides on my coat my coattails, and I was like, Gina, you and I we share the coat. It's just a big coat that we're both wearing, and has some really short coattails, so no one else can jump on this train. By the way, how do you kids know each other? Is this like a childhood friendship? You seem to get along very well. No. Um. So I met Gina. Her and her ex husband they had bought a gym that I was a coach at. And by the way, by the way, is that Gina with a J yeah. or a G? J. Gianna. Right, that's how Gina's supposed to be spelled. J-E-A-N-N-A. Um, yeah, we met that way, and I spent a lot of time at her house when I was training for the CrossFit Games, and I would work out there in the afternoons, and we just became just the absolute bestest of friends. Besties. Yeah. I just, tur- I'm, I just turned 30 in August. She turned 50. Happy birthday. Thank you. It was a, well, it was almost. a very long time ago. I'll be yeah. 31. Oh, my gosh. You're going to be 31. You Quarantine know, the, has no way, time. Gina, I don't want to be the skunk at the garden party, but that was the world's fastest bathroom break. Did you wash your hands? I did. Let me smell yeah. them. I did. Let me smell did them. You? She did. I did. She did? All right. It was I mean, a quick pee. I can. I must say. I'm a, I'm a fast peer. I can, like, push it out really fast. Yeah, and apparently get the water on and soap up in the middle of a quarantine. I mean, respect. Good job. She was scared that we were. I was going to talk some serious shit. Yeah, you have to get back to the group. We were talking about. Well, I just I felt a little bit rude that I was like leaving. You know, he was asking uh, how we met. You gotta go. You gotta go. Oh, um, well, we met through the gym. Yeah, that's what I told. Oh yeah, yeah, we met through the gym. We actually bonded on uh, my ex husband. Uh, he and I were together at the time and he befriended her first. And then he, she was having to shop for something for like an event. Yeah. And he said, Oh, Gina loves shopping. Go shopping with Gina. And Granted, like, this is okay. like after we've been married for like 23, 24 <laughs> years. Um, Gina loves shopping. You should, you should have her go with you. And so like Brooke asked me if I want to go shopping. I'm like, okay. So we go shopping and within like, I don't know, 15 minutes I said, I hate shopping. She goes, what? Nico told me you love shopping. And she was like, I hate shopping too. So we just went and ate cookies. We did. We were trying to shopping. You look like you're like, you look about 32 years old. What do you mean you guys married 23 years? So you get married at nine? I just turned 50. She turned 50. 50 years old? 50. Yes. <laughs> respect, girl. Well, thank oh, you. Thank oh, yeah. you. That was not meant to be like some weird compliment. I really would have guessed <laughs> about 32 years old. Oh, See? that's so sweet. Well, she's always I, like, yeah, I, I'm it not might be. To be sweet. I mean, if, if somebody asked me to guess your age, 31, 32. Oh, well, I'll take that. You just, if you see me up close, it's way different. No, stop. But yeah, <laughs> Botox is a wonderful thing. You're two feet away on a, on a 60 inch monitor. I, I feel like we're pretty close. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. But yeah, so yeah, I was married 25 years before we got divorced. 23 years a minute ago you washed no no, no hands, this was 20 no no this was this was 20 I feel like you know no this was 20 like no this was today. this was 23 years ago that i met her that we went shopping ah. all right well, we had been married 23 years when i met her but then ah. we we were still married after that so we were married ah. almost 20 Coffee. almost 25 years sorry 
That's to clarify. 23, 25, you, yeah. you didn't wash your hands. You did wash your hands. <laughs> did you fart? Did you not fart? Every time. Yeah. <laughs> no, it wasn't me. Every time. There's just two of us in the room. <laughs> Yeah, just, you and me are the only ones here. It's just you and me. How many times have you had that situation where you like kind of smell something and you're like, not you? And they're like, I don't smell anything. You're like, of course it was you. Just the two of us. Obviously. Yeah. Hello. Yeah. Anyway. Chael, if you uh, had a super power, if you had a superhero name, what would it be? Okay, how do I interpret this? Like, like, Here, I'll like my real we'll do... skills, what do I see as my, my great attribute? Or if I could choose, as, uh, like, I would like to be invisible, for example. What well, you... that would be very cool, yeah. but it what? has to be based on your skills. Based on you. So, like, Gina here, her superhero name is Worst, Worst Case, case Scenario, scenario Girl. girl. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I would love to hear more about how yeah. she got that. Give if me I a situation. A sleep, I don't know. Okay. I don't know. I can tell you, I, I only need one to three hours of sleep a night, and I can get it at any point. I can go around the clock and then take a nap during lunch break and go for another 24 hours. I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing, but I think it's a rare thing. No, that's thing. cool. So put it as a super quality. How do you yeah, like that, that is yeah. super quality. You could be like the vampire. I mean, that was kind of yeah. dumb. Oh, that was dumb? Okay. Yeah. The- <laughs> well, the board guy. It really turns into just being bored. When you're up <laughs> at 3 in the morning and nobody else is, there's not a whole lot to do. That I can tell you. The bored Someone guy. Someone call the bored guy. Yeah. Brooks would be... You told the, me today. I told her today. Hers would be the finder. This girl can find anything. <laughs> and me being older, I lose things all the time. She loses things lose all the glasses, time. Lose my glasses, lose my keys. I can't find my drink. I can't find... You know, of course, I had to throw the drink in there. And... She always goes, okay, hold on. I'm really good at finding things. Damn, I'm <laughs> and like she'll really find it every single spy. time. Every single time. Find her. I would encourage you, Gina Bean, to put your glasses <laughs> and your keys in the same spot every time. You walk in the door, you put them in the same spot. This is the problem with a bad memory. Don't remember where you put them last time. The same spot. <laughs> really help, okay? The you find a place on the counter. This is where the glasses and keys. You walk in the door. Keys go right there. No, so so at home. I know where my keys are. (laughs) So you're right. And at home, for the most part, I usually put them in the same spot. It's usually when we're traveling. Like in a hotel room. But you're right. Same spot. Should be in the same spot. I'm going to try that out. You know, you put them in your purse. You do something like that. (laughs) Or like this the other, or the other day. Not even all that sophisticated of one. I'm a little surprised no one ran this passion before. If you really want to know the truth. Oh man, honestly, maybe it's maybe it's selfish of me, but I like practicing finding things. Yeah, she likes it. She encourages me to lose things so that she we were, can find. We things. were at uh, Gina's sister's house the other day, and we were kind of talking about like, you, you know. Um, Joe not being able to find his fucking glasses. Oh, my brother-in-law. Yeah. Searching for him forever and they're on his head. Yeah. And Gina the other day, (laughs) she always talks on her phone on speakerphone because I can't hear it well if I put it against my ear. And she was on speakerphone talking to this person, but then letting the person know she was looking for her phone. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. That, that, just happened up here my mother could not find her phone she called my aunt her sister to say she couldn't find her phone my aunt responded have you and my mom was in the car my aunt responded have you looked in the glove box 
My answer's on the right. Neither one of them put it together. <laughs> well, no, it was so weird. I was, I was trying, I was rushing to get out of somewhere. I can't remember. And they were, they were telling me something. And I said, wait, hold on. Sorry. I'm really distracted. I'm just trying to find my phone. <laughs> and they didn't say anything either. I can't remember who it was. I think it was my sister. And they didn't say anything either. That's funny. And then I realized, what the fuck? I'm on my phone. Like, well, you yeah. probably, I'm on my phone. You probably aren't yeah. like sure. doing this. No, right? So like, you're like, you forget that this person could maybe be it's someone, not just maybe a part be of my hand behind you, talking it's to you. Not a part of my hand. Yeah, I don't know. My my buddy's mom went through this when we were in college, which is 20 years ago, but again, seems like yesterday. And his mother worked the night shift at a grocery store, so around midnight, she's leaving. She gets in her car. She left the key she left the car turned over one notch so she tries to start it it was a toyota phone runner she, uh, forerunner. she tries to start it it doesn't start but as soon as she turns it all the way over it locks the door so when she unlocks it and tries to get out the doors are now locked the battery's too dead to pop it up <laughs> so she's in the car for a period of time with nobody coming by because it's midnight so she finally is trying to pick what window she's going to kick out that will be the easiest and cheapest to replace when a guy comes by, so she bangs on the window, she gets his attention, he walks over and she yells at him through the glass, I'm locked in my car, can you get help? My battery's dead. And the guy looks at her without forming a word and goes, and for anybody who's not watching me there listening, he gives her the sign of reach down and grab it and, and pop it up. Lock up. So she did and she was instantly saved, but it just never crossed her mind. She was getting ready to kick the window out because her battery was dead. That's Some awesome. random stranger who's got to be a little bit of a weird guy to be grocery shopping at one in the morning, right? Oh my god! Didn't form a word. Just makes the sign to her. Right. That you. would one hundred percent be me. <laughs> sure. One hundred percent. Not the smartest tool in the shed. That's okay. Smartest, <laughs> sharpest. <laughs> See, I can't even say that sharpest. saying right. <laughs> the sharpest. Honestly, if you were though, yeah, I feel like our show would be way less entertaining. <laughs> <laughs> it's way better everybody with how dumb you are. Group, right? Yeah. I it's mean, like, everybody needs to, every group needs a Gina. 100%. <laughs> it's like, I'm, I'm, snorting I'm not the best <sighs> at spelling. No, you're a terrible speller. I'm a pretty bad speller. Yeah. I'm and a way better what? speller than you. I just accept it. I'm like, well, okay. That, I'm, yep, that's it. And you know what? I sometimes spell things the way they sound. I mean, sure. that makes sense. Occasionally. Yeah. Sure. Usually when I when know that I don't know what it, spell how it's spelled. Barricade, you will use, do you want to, how do I spell it or how is it spelled? <laughs> there's, there's two different answers. Oh, there, there. Yes. How I spell it? Speaking of, oh, so I wanted to ask you, where does your name come from? Last five letters of Michael. My mother tells me the story that they were going to name me Michael. They were on the way to the hospital where she's going in labor. And they thought, well, people are going to call him Mike. They didn't like the name Mike as much as Michael. So they just took the M-I off and went with the C-H-A-E-L. Interesting. But didn't... Somewhat interesting. I mean, there's my story. So, but, but, they, but Michael, so it's not Cole. It's not Cole. But anytime I tell this story, somebody always says that. Yeah. They go, so your real name's Cole. It's like, man... Fine. Well, no, I it's wasn't cold. saying your real name's Cole. I just was, I was trying to uh, understand the, what was going through her what mind. What was going through her mind. Yeah. Probably get this baby out of me. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah, that's Name true. Name him whatever you want, but don't put an <laughs> M-I on there. <laughs> that's right. Oh, that's interesting. I know. I was trying to figure out, I was like, oh, I wonder, I wonder what that means. You have two kids? 
two kids, little maniacs. They break something in my house every day. How how old? Yeah. One is five. The little boy is five, and the little princess is two and a half. Oh my goodness! In fact, in fact, my son will be five, and as he puts it, six more sleep. So he's actually technically four. Yes. But we have a little birthday party planned. We're actually going through a big thing in my house. It's all been about Hulk, 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 Hulk. Mm -hmm. uh, four years, Halloween, Incredible Hulk, same costume every year. Won't hear anything about it. And now, as of like 10 days ago, he's into John Cena. I know. And I asked him this morning, <laughs> yeah, I asked him this morning, so hey, if Hulk and John Cena fought, who would win? And I knew whoever he said would win in this mythical battle meant who he liked more. And he thought for a while and he said, John Cena. Wow. Like, oh, God, I got to take all your presents back. What? I got to get on Amazon because <laughs> I don't have any John Cena toys and it sounds like I need some in six sleep. <laughs> oh my God. That's really funny. Where has he seen John yeah, Cena? He's, he's a good kid. But like, I'm not raising him up to like be a scholar and stuff like most parents. I'm getting him ready for prison. You know, he's got like, he's got to know the ropes if he's going to go inside. Right. Yeah, I think, I think that's yeah, smart. Yeah, you want to be over with the, with the cigarette smokers getting fake tattoos. You want to be on the weight pile with the shot collars like his pop was. Trust <laughs> yeah. me when I tell you. That's the way to do your time. You know, I always, so I have four kids. They're all grown. But I always just, my ex and I would always be like, we just want, you know, just have lowered expectations. You know, I think, <laughs> you know, our, our big thing was, you know, he and I both got, you know, pregnant right out of high school, you know, not married. And then, you know, anyway, lot, we can go like a whole list. Um, I mean, no felonies though. Um, and, uh, we were so, Oh, and neither one of us graduated high school. So we were, yeah, right. <laughs> None of that. And he had two women pregnant at the same time. Oh yeah. Yeah. I have two. Oh. I know. How do you break that news, dude? Can we stay on that just for a second, Gina? No, 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 no. That, that was before me. It was before me. I met him and he already had two kids. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, But she had been pregnant. So and, I, was all, and by the way, he was also in high school? Well, so uh, he was 18. I was I was 18 turned 19. So I was out of high school. He was technically out of high school. But like right out of high school. So He had two kids at 18 with two different women. Yeah. yeah six months apart. Please continue the story. <laughs> So, so it was just so funny because we had just like, oh my God, all three of, you know, our three older ones, cause there's like 10 years difference between them and my youngest. And we were so excited. Like, oh my God, we're the best parents ever. They all graduated high school. No one's gotten pregnant yet. He said, this is our huge win. Sure. <laughs> yeah. And it is. I know. Congratulations. I know. Thank on you. That. No one's on drugs. I mean, I think they play a little bit with some weed, but you know. They, they all definitely they all, dabble. They all dabble in some weed. <laughs> but, you know, they all have jobs, you know. Screw these other people that, like, need this, like, major college education and all this other stuff. Well, we did have one finish college. But, you know, they have jobs. They pay their rent. I'm very proud of them. Home run. <laughs> right? Yeah. There's no lowered expectations there. That's the grand <laughs> slam. Congratulations. <laughs> Thank we you. lowered our expectations. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Oh, man. But, but yeah, five, so almost six. You said oh, no, almost five and two. Two and a half. Two and a half. How's two and a half, yes. They used to always say terrible twos, but I think it's the threes. Yeah, and you know, I don't mind that. Like, stuff that will drive other parents crazy is never bothered. It's the screaming, the crying, even in the middle of the night. You know, I believe if you want to be heard, you got to make a little noise. I got no problem with that. <laughs> if they want something, you got to speak up in this house. And yeah. you know what? I'll get it 
I always have. I like that. My wife will throw a tantrum. I think it's hot. She throws a tantrum. Boom. New car. Done. Just because you, you showed me that you want it. You showed me some passion. Listen, baby. You show me how mad you want it. Biggest tantrum. Right. Go. Oh, oh my god. Let me know this is important to you. We're good here. Oh my gosh. That's so I love awesome. it. So funny. Uh, All right. We're at, will well, that work for me and you? No. <laughs> oh. No? Throw a tantrum, then you get it? I'm broke. <laughs> <laughs> I have no money. Well, you've already promised me the rest of your life. Yeah, I'll pay you in, in years. I told Gina that she's going to be begging me to unplug her one day. Dude, she's, I, I said she's going to probably have me taxidermied and put like on her couch. <laughs> I'll probably... I'll probably still be doing the podcast later. She'll just be like, it's like, hey, hey, Gina, how did That's friendship. (laughs) That is friendship. Stopping your friend is a way of uh, immortalizing (laughs) the ultimate friendship to the highest. It is. Good friend there, Yeah, I know. Yeah. I try. I try. I would do the same for her, but I'm I'm definitely dying before her, you know, so. We'll we'll see how that goes. (laughs) Everyone's like, Gina, do you want to tell us something? You're only 50. (laughs) I'm totally healthy. I'm okay. Well, we're at we're at an hour tail, so that's well, usually had, all our. I've had it with you both anyway. I feel like you guys have been trying to get me off. Like this was too much charm for your show, like no. from the beginning. You know, no. like, like you guys have some vendetta against good-looking badasses. Like I've been sensing this for a while. So, but you know what? You're not getting rid of me. I have other places to go. I'm getting rid of you. But before I go, I want to tell you a new joke that's going Please. around. Right, ladies? Okay. Yes. Are you ready for the next? Yes. Yeah. What is six feet tall, charming, and disappears in an instant? Chael Sonnen. Superman. Oh, my oh. gosh. <laughs> You're such a I guess you just hung up on us. <laughs> I thought, I thought, <laughs> that's so funny. I kind of thought he was going to do that. But then when he was like getting in his bag and I thought he was putting on props, I'm thinking like, well, what is that? <laughs> I just didn't want to go way over an hour. Our listeners don't really like that. No. <clears throat> I mean, I don't know if they don't really like that. Well, that was fun. That was really fun. Super cool guy. Yeah. Even though he just hung up on us. You guys, <laughs> I mean, all over sticker burrs. Uh, Maggie has stickers everywhere in this house. Well, so we just had this conversation. Does anybody else call them sticker burrs? Because I call them sticker burrs. You know, like those, you don't? They're like little burrs. What do you call them? Stickers? Yeah. Well, they're those little it's round. Like a burr. Yeah, they're like a little round burr with all the stickers, and Maggie just collects them and they're all over the couch. They're everywhere. Yeah. Sticker burrs. Okay, well, we just met Chael Sonnen. He's a very cool dude. Yeah, super cool. Yeah. And super funny. And he hung up before we got a way to tell you how to find him. Yeah, you can find him. <laughs> but he has a YouTube. Yeah, Bad, Bad Guy, Guy Inc. Inc. Um, you can find him on Instagram. He he's a really he's he's a very cool guy. We did not know what to expect. Yeah, had no idea. And you know what? We uh we we tried to figure out, you know, get an idea of who he was, learn about his his background. Yeah. His um Legal issues. <laughs> <laughs> I just, you know what I liked about him is that he's kind of like us. He just tells it how it is. Yeah. And I really like that about is, people. What you see is what you get. And yeah. he seems like a, he seems like a really good dude who's learned a lot of stuff. And I would actually, he wants us to be on his podcast. We're probably gonna do that. And 
Well, I hope he still I love, does. I don't know. I love, we were kind of nervous. I was, I was nervous. Like what if this person, I mean, he's, he's done a lot, you know? Yeah. And I was worried that what if he hasn't watched or listened to our show and he has and no he idea like, that like, like a normal format, this, we don't have like this structure. I'm like, please find out if that's going to bother him or, or upset him because it would really suck for us to have, you know, a bad review yeah. from the bad guy. I know, I know. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Even the bad guy doesn't and like us. What I loved is when he called us out, like, what's with all the questions? I'm like, I, we really wanted to have some good questions to get you guys, the listeners, like, to, like, learn about this person. You can tell, you know how they say, um, like, when people lose control of the interview? Yes. <laughs> it's kind of like what happened. I kind of loved it though. No, I loved it too. But I just think it's funny. Like you can tell that he has his own show and then he's, you know, has a podcast and that he's a very uh, charismatic guy because he just, anytime you ask him something, it's just whoop, right back at you. Yeah. I, I felt like it. we were being interviewed. I loved it. I, just, I did too. It was great. You guys. Thanks All right, for guys. Thanks for listening. Um, Go check him out. Check him out. And we'll let you know when we are going to be on his podcast. You can check that out. Too. If he still wants us. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see. Hopefully we just get an opportunity to hang up on him. That's what I'm hoping for. Just click. (laughs) I guarantee you hang up on us before we get a chance to. What's 50? And (laughs) can't find her glasses. (laughs) (laughs) All right, guys. Well, thank you for listening. Yeah, remember to Uh, rate, rate, review, review, subscribe, five-star rating, five-star warning. warning. And we'll talk to you guys next week. Bye. Bye.